0: So much you. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. 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 Picture at Los Angeles, 2017.
1: Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I am H. Alan Scott and I'm Carrie Doherty and this is a podcast where we watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then what we We talk talk about about it
0: it. (laughs) we just watched season 5 episode 17 like the beep 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 of the Tom Tom
1: like the beep 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 of the Tom Tom
0: which aired on February 20th February 10th, 1990, and is the episode where Blanche gets a pacemaker and wants to stop having sex.
1: Blanche gets a pacemaker. Do you have a pacemaker, Carrie? No, I don't have a pacemaker. Have you ever had sex with someone with a pacemaker?
0: I have not. Have you?
1: No. I mean, I've had sex with someone who didn't have a right leg. Oh. Very different.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's very different. It was fine, though. Do you... Lump anybody with any sort Like I feel like you just sort of lumped that person In with someone who might have a pacemaker
1: Well yeah you know they bring something They bring a special health ailment to The sexual situation which is always interesting I do too I have one testicle
0: mm. You know now, and I have
1: a very visible scar
0: Is this something that Did you have this conversation before Like at what point Or or was it just like oh you don't have a Oh and you don't have a testicle Like well, where, where did, When him, did this all come out? With
1: him I knew he didn't have a leg because that's that's kind of a hard thing to not like well, warn someone of. You know what I mean? Like Well, that's I mean it depends. Like,
0: are you wearing are you wearing pants and then well, do yes, you get undressed in a look at him dark I, room? Yes,
1: of course. But, like, of a leg is one of those things that, you know, you you prep someone for. Like, someone someone takes off their pants and it's like, a you like not a a leg. Like, that would be for me. That would be a fun surprise. But mm-hmm. I have a feeling that person probably has encountered some you know issues in the past, perhaps. And I feel like they would probably be it, it's it's a leg is a lot bigger than a testicle because you can, you can get around <laughs> you can get around like hiding not having a testicle because no one's really caring about that they're focused on like the the rising eggplant within not the you know the 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 fuzzle berries below
0: fuzzleberries <laughs> yeah wow yeah a leg is bigger than a testicle it's true i feel yeah i feel like i feel like you should have that crocheted and on a Little Listeners. sign hanging in your apartment.
1: Fan art. Um,
0: <laughs> so we haven't seen each other for a while. I
1: know. I was in New York getting kicked out of the Golden Girls Cafe with the amazing <laughs> Mike Dennison.
0: This was disconcerting to me. It
1: was weird to not have you there, you know, because like not only... Be- I mean, I I met some great fans of the podcast. Amazing, folks. yeah. I'm Loved so you jealous guys. I wasn't there um, for that. But also because of, uh, I feel like a part of like the Massachusetts would have come out in you, and you would have done something like very wicked.
0: Oh, if I were yeah. no, no, no. First of all, you, you don't do something wicked. Wicked is used as sort of
1: Oh, got on um, board already.
0: No, it's <laughs> wicked is used as like a is an adjective. You don't do okay, something wicked. Hunting. Um, you do something that's like wicked to the rest awesome, of wicked the world, bad.
1: They were like that was good because you're supposed to embrace. That's a compliment. That's a rare compliment for me to Massachusetts. I don't do that a lot on this podcast.
0: <laughs> if it were if I were there with Mike Dennison and and he because he already ripped sort of off has some the faces accent. and
1: been like, you want to get some of this fucking shit? I don't know how you guys talk, but you just would have <laughs> you would have like you would have like done like, I'll show you some fucking cheesecake. Is that how you guys talk? How do you talk? Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. Um,
1: not on na- that. Not now, ma. I'll give you a not now, ma.
0: Yep. Just like that. You nailed it. You you. nailed it. Um, But But no,
1: it was a good trip. It was a great (laughs) trip. It was great to see everyone. It was unfortunate that we got kicked out, but that's fine because you know what? Like I would rather have a sensational story to tell than a boring one. So I definitely don't have that. And, you know,
0: like the old saying goes, it is better to have loved and gotten kicked out of Ruleru Cafe (laughs) than (laughs) never to
1: have loved it all. (laughs) It's true. I mean, you know, I... I've been kicked out of a lot of things in my life, I will say that. Um, And I am known to. I'm known to either get very loud or like very. Not combat. I'm not a fighter necessarily. You're a lover. I'm not a lover either. Um, Not at all. But I. I. uh, Especially because I look at someone and I think that a leg is like a testicle in some way and it's not um but I I'm one that I I, I do I will get combative and I'll be like what you you're going to say something shitty about the golden girls you're going to do something like I will like whatever and uh I didn't in that situation and I was very proud of myself I was very proud that you know I didn't want to like go back and like rip a face off or anything you know that yeah. said I did for maybe a second I'm not going to do it but for a second I was like what if I created, like, 40 different Yelp profiles and left bad reviews? Like, that, that did enter my mind, mm-hmm. but I will not do that.
0: We have read some interesting Yelp reviews don't even, since the situation don't wanna, happened. That's bad
1: karma. That is bad karma. Not the Indian food, but the, the, the other karma. That's bad karma. I don't want to do that. I want I wanna a positive energy. I, did, I have not created the 40 different profiles. I've only created 23.
0: <laughs> you haven't created any.
1: All I, right. I created two. I have, well, I'm glad I you're have back a rogue one. I've missed I do you. have a rogue one for bad profile reviews. Okay. Like I do do that. Okay. When I don't want a restaurant to know it's me, Right. I like go to this other profile and I'll be like, this person was shit. Good. Anyway. Good you guys should go to the ruler Roo room cafe
0: before we get into today's episode <laughs> we do have someone to thank for a donation to the podcast oh, yes. and goodness gracious i hope i do not butcher your name we will thank you so so much to michelle a Dam. nope <laughs> to michelle paddington bear no to michelle pag <laughs> I'm going to say Danganan.
1: We're so bad, Michelle. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so, so much, we Michelle. We really appreciate And if any of you want to also donate like Michelle Pagabag, Mom.
0: Oh, you- don't. What? just
1: Paddington Bear. No. Michelle Paddington Bear. That's what I'm going to call you because they're sweet and cuddly and lovable like you, Michelle. You can go to outonthelenai.com slash donate.
0: Thank you so, so much, Michelle. We Thank very much Michelle. appreciate we it. We really
1: do. Let's really, get really into do.
0: this episode. And
1: tell us how to pronounce your name properly on Facebook so we can, well, don't do this again. But I personally love Michelle Paddington Bear.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, in this episode, Rose has to test weight loss products for Enrique Moss. That's oh, how it opens. Been
1: there. I've done every single weight loss thing in the world.
0: What have you tried?
1: Everything. I can't think of anything right now, but I've done it all. Well, no, I have. I've done I've done the low carb thing. I've done the whole like um the where you like the what's the CrossFit thing? The CrossFit? No, the thing where you like eat like a caveman. What oh, the, the fuck paleo is that? Dive? Yeah, the paleo bullshit. I've done it all. They all suck.
0: Well, what I like is um anytime on a sitcom where a character walks in with bags because they're always like, so weightless and empty. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't expect that they're going to put shit in those bags for an actress to have to carry heavy bags, but it's really funny. Rose walks out with these bags and she's taking boxes out of them. And it's just very obvious to me that there's, it's just, everything's filled with air. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so she's going to be testing these weight loss products for Enrique Moss, which later we'll get to <laughs> Enrique probably Mas. the greatest Rose outfit, sort of unintentionally funny Rose outfit ever on the show. It's true. Um, and Blanche gets back from the doctor's office where she just had a physical.
1: Oh God, Blanche.
0: And her doctor said her heart sounded a little irregular, so she's wearing a like sort of heart monitor that mm. makes like a little sort of like, you know, like a
1: yeah. a, a
0: little printout of all of the, like the uh, precursor the beats to, of her heart to on a on getting a, a pacemaker,
1: a which is what happens. Yeah.
0: But Blanche said Blanche also I have mentions a slow heartbeat. Do you?
1: Yeah, oh. I, the doctors are always like, "Oh, you got a slow one," and I'm like, "I'm very, very fit." Very calm person. I'm not.
0: But Blanche mentions that she was nervous because she was shirtless. Mm. I've been to the doctor numerous times. I've gotten physicals. I've never taken off my shirt for never? my doctor to hear my heart. No.
1: Interesting.
0: Why would you have to take your entire shirt off? They I just don't know. put the stethoscope down your shirt. You know, they also listen. Well, I guess they listen to your lungs when they put it on your back, but. I was like, did I, Roy, I, was like very, very I wondered if she got taken advantage of.
1: Perhaps. And I'm very, I'm, I'm very trusting when it comes to the doctor. One time in New York, a doctor gave me a prostate exam and I learned that I don't need that until like I'm 50, which then tells me that that doctor probably just wanted to put his finger up my butt. And I was flattered <laughs> personally. I understand yeah. some people would take that as an assault and it is, it is something that was inappropriate, but personally I took it as a compliment.
0: All right, and to that doctor, thank you. <laughs> um, and you pointed this out, uh, Blanche doesn't seem concerned. You know, she's sort of like, oh, you know, it's very just flippant, a whatever whatever. Yeah. She's, you know, she's not yet concerned. Yeah. And Dorothy goes out of her way to say like yeah. if that were me, I'd be really
1: scared. <laughs> you know, it's one of those weird I'm very sensitive to health things as you guys know because of my past. And like I, and and to, and more so to people's reactions of health realities in our lives. You know what I mean? Because, like, what I always notice is, like, whenever... For example, whenever I do a stand-up show or anything and I talk about cancer, um, afterwards, someone will come up to me and talk to me as a person that they know that has had cancer and died. And it's like, whoa, I don't need to hear any of that. Like, I still got to go get checkups and shit. Like, I don't want to think about death just because I brought that thought out in you. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a very uncomfortable thing. And Dorothy kind of did that just then. She kind of made it be like... You could die.
0: Yeah, and I was like, like, "Whoa, Dorothy, uh, she's." Uh, stop. <laughs> um, and then w- I'm I'm still not quite sure yet if this is an actual callback, but there's a moment it's an where un-
1: unintentional callback. Where, I
0: think I, I don't know though, where Rose mentions how she gets. She says nauseous, but really the correct term is nauseated. Yeah, she mentions how she gets nauseous when she's scared, and she says. You remember what happened when that man tried to steal my purse and Dorothy says, worked better than Mace now.
1: Now wait, let me set up let me set the callback to why I think it's a callback. So here's what I
0: think it is. I think it's that she threw up on someone and that's what why Dorothy's saying it worked better than Mace. However, Uh, yeah, I get that. No, I see
1: that. I totally see that. But I feel like I didn't get like being an avid viewer uh the the first the first thought that came to my mind was that the first season when the house was robbed and at the end of that episode it was the only sort of like live shot they ever did except for the one where the mercedes gets towed away and the last episode where you know
0: you mean on location shot on location
1: like yes. you know like
0: away oh, not on the yeah. set on the sound stage
1: Everyone, normal person listening, was like, we're with you, H. Allen. And you also, had to get industry. Also,
0: you said robbed. You meant burglarized.
1: Burglarized. Well, no, like that's true. But robbed, too, also. No,
0: they weren't robbed. Because when you're robbed, but that means... they felt robbed. They felt <laughs> robbed. <laughs> robbed is when somebody is physically what- takes something from your person, CSI-ing. from your body. You're
1: CSIing my moment here.
0: Sorry. Go on. God.
1: Um, and... Do- or Rose is leaving the dentist office, I believe, because of the molar, and uh, she she had off. she's running, and she you know turns around in that dramatic moment where she's like, Ah-ha! and then it cuts to in the them parking garage. You cuts to them in the stairwell, the parking garage, Miss CSI, and it cuts <laughs> to them on out on the lanai after that, and it's like the most random cutaway ever. Anyway. Um, it was because she forgot something in the dentist's office and that and then she nailed him in the in the
0: I think it was the valet guy. I think maybe she forgot to grab her keys or something
1: the valet guy at the
0: dentist well she's in a parking garage. Moment. Anyway, but anyway, she, she ends up kicking him in the nuts
1: in the balls.
0: So you thought that was a callback to like season one. I would
1: love it if it was maybe somehow related to that. I
0: do like that. They would think about something like that. That yeah. feels very like that's something that Mitchell Hurwitz, I think, would have done because mm-hmm. with I mean, with the rest of development, there are callbacks
1: mm-hmm.
0: galore um, from season to season. That's
1: a great show. Um,
0: then Rose is trying out vacuum slacks <laughs> yes. which everybody knows rose wearing the inflatable yeah. slacks yeah um we, you and i both talked about like what are the logistics of this like even these pants even if they
1: are used properly like yeah,
0: because yes she had the vacuum on blow instead
1: of suck. of course and but and she made a joke of it but like like i don't it doesn't logically make sense how air is going to like sweating it out, like I get those pants. If you're like, right. in a, if you wear those pants in a sauna or something, like people do that, and that makes sense. But to air, no, I don't get this. You're like-
0: literally putting a vacuum hose. In just in a hole in in a pair of pants and it's supposed to suck fat out. Unless
1: you're supposed to put like hot water in that and then you suck out the air and it creates sort of a sauna like atmosphere. No,
0: but there is no, I mean, she she was using it incorrectly. Yeah.
1: So maybe, maybe that's the actual use. Someone let us know. Facebook.
0: I mean, vacuum slacks aren't really a thing, right? I'm sure they
1: are. Mm. I'm looking it up. You, you talk. You look it
0: up. I also thought that um, when she had inflated them and she had like really big hips and stuff, it reminded me of uh, if me? any of you guys ever watched... No. How many times have I told you? I think your legs look amazing and your hips.
1: Oh, God. God.
0: Um, I thought it reminded me of uh, Jerry Blank on Strangers with Canned, if you guys ever watched that show, because um, Amy Sedaris wore I see like that. a fat yeah, suit. I see Yeah, completely. Um, uh, so okay are you
1: i'm not seeing much mm, in back. because they box. don't exist yeah. um
0: so blanche comes in from back from the doctor and um dorothy is very concerned with you know how the appointment went mm-hmm. and uh and it's so i love this line um she goes because she goes right from explaining it to just insulting rose she's yeah. like blanche goes uh he told me that my pul- my pulse was slow and misbehaving and oh Rose not those pants with those shoes <laughs> <laughs> all in one breath like I love the idea that Blanche just she fires in and she yeah. immediately she immediately goes right to, the to correcting <laughs> Rose's fashion yeah um, there's also another great joke where uh, Blanche mentions that uh, the doctor wants to do some more tests. Mm. And she says, "Uh, if everything's as bad as he thinks it is, he wants to put a pacemaker in me." And Sophia goes, "Everyone has a name for it <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's talking about a dick.
0: yeah, pacemaker <laughs> is not I wouldn't and I would i mean she's, I guess an older. I mean she's making a very funny joke But I wouldn't hear the word pacemaker And think that it sounds anything like what you would call a dick Like what is a dick that you would refer to as a pacemaker even look like
1: Think about it Pace Sex requires some some pacing. Okay And what are you making? You're making love Pacemaker
0: Wow that's a stretch if I've ever heard one
1: Someone what out do you there think listening is the to this greatest podcast nickname. just got turned on. What do
0: you think is the greatest <laughs> nickname for a penis?
1: Mm, penis. <laughs> um, dick. Uh, cock. Oh, I cock. love it. Cock. God, I love it. You from
0: Chicago? I
1: love cock. Oh, my God. I love when anyone says the word cock. Like, it's, I don't like, I, I feel weird saying it. I don't feel cool. I don't feel sexy saying it. I'm not one of those people who's but the funniest
0: like, person that can say the word cock. Is it like,
1: I would love to hear Rosie O'Donnell say cock. Okay. I would love that, but I would also love, um, who else? I mean, she is, I feel like she probably would say cock very naturally.
0: Like, I would love to hear, like, Helen Mirren say cock.
1: <laughs> well, I, yeah, of course. How about Helen Hunt?
0: Okay, yes. Yeah, so I would yeah. like to hear Helen Hunt say cock.
1: She'd probably use her hands a lot, and she'd go cock.
0: What? No, I, I feel like Helen Hunt would sort of like it would come out in a quick burst and she would maybe but she like
1: uses her hands to talk all the time. Yeah, but I
0: could see her kind of like quickly opening her hand. If it's in a fist, she just goes cock and then closes her hand again, like very quickly open and close. Like the mm. hand opens with the cock and then it closes when she finishes talking. <laughs> I had to describe it. This is an audio. Yeah, this I know. Is an audio I really want to
1: isolate this audio and send it to Helen Hunt now.
0: Oh, do you have her email? If you if She's you, on
1: Twitter and if you know anything about viral trends, a couple of weeks ago she had a very popular <laughs> tweet where she posted a picture or she retweeted where a picture. Where somebody put
0: her face to cappuccino? Yes. Yeah.
1: So, Helen Hunt is with it.
0: She is with it. You're making your table shake with your feet right now. I'm sorry. Um so, Oh my god Put your big gulp away Stop. Okay
1: playing. guys a Sidebar I have a massive big gulp here And Carrie walked into this apartment She asked if I wanted a red vine And then she fucking brought out A Costco slash Sam's level bag Massive bag Of red vines
0: and If you'll recall Last time I was here I, I had a small all. box of I, red vines I was
1: vines. so upset that they were gone When they were gone
0: Yeah but that's why I came with a giant bag Because there's like a hundred of them You won't be upset. We just have to control ourselves. I can't. Um... So Blanche is, Blanche is a little upset. Um, Naturally.
1: Surgery is a very, very, very scary thing.
0: Yeah. And as she's exiting the room, she says, I just want to be young and beautiful and healthy again. And Dorothy says, oh, we all want that. And Blanche goes, yeah, but I deserve it. And then, you know, turns on heel and walks back into her bedroom, which they've been doing this a lot this season where Blanche kind of like, Says something, one of the women reply, and then she gives a a really funny remark and turns on heel, and walks back to her bedroom like a badass. Yeah, Um, It is, you know,
1: this moment reminded me of, I mean, a lot of people have surgeries, and surgeries is one of the things. But, like, when it involves something that not so much the surgery can be life or death, but the thing that it's related to could lead to a life or death situation, that's a really scary moment.
0: Oh, of course. That's like a
1: moment where I remember when I, before I had my surgery, it was like, it was not so similar to Blanche's situation, but it was like, I, I had a pain and then I had to go to a doctor and he thought it was an STD. And then a week went by and I had to wait for these blood results. And I thought everything was just sort of going to be fine. It was going to whatever. And I went to a urologist and then he felt it and he saw my blood results. And he was just like, yeah, you have to have surgery tomorrow. And it was like, Okay. Crazy, yeah, and it just sort of happened really quickly. And I remember, I like, I well, when I found out the news about my blood levels being strange, and I just sort of like flippantly just kept on doing all the things. And I had a big show booked that night. Like, I remember, I my best friend Brian and I had we used to do a show called Seriously LOL, and we had rented out this massive space, and we had like managers coming and a lot of sort of industry people Mm -hmm. because we were going to do something with that, and. I booked this big show and I just found out this news that I might have cancer and I have to go to the next day to a urologist to find out if it's actually going to happen and all these things. And I just kept it all happening. I didn't cancel anything. And I remember walking to the show or being in the car to the show and I was fine. I was fine. I was Mm -hmm. fine. I was, I did all my work things and I had all my fundraisers. I had to go to a fundraiser and I had meetings and all these things going on and I was running and I was fine. And then it was like in that car ride that everything just stopped. Like I just broke down. Whoa. Like it was just like, and Brian, God bless this man. That it's when moments like that happen and you realize the people in your life are actually good people mm-hmm. is a really sweet thing. Yeah. Cause like I started really having a massive panic attack crying fest. Cause I knew what was coming. Mm-hmm. I, I somehow felt what was coming. And, uh, and Brian, who's, career also was sort of on the line in some ways you know who we were having a big show and the show was sold out there's like 150 people there and and there's like but we were going to something Mm -hmm. and uh, he was just like we don't have to go we could just go we could go elsewhere Mm -hmm. we can go do something else like he was so willing to just just to go
0: yeah and it was a really good
1: friend it was a beautiful moment yeah so blanche has that too and that's very sweet
0: did you end up going to the show I did the show. Wow!
1: And I, I don't know. I don't remember much about the show, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And and then the next day I went to the doctor, and then the next day after that I had surgery, and then three weeks later I started chemo. That's so crazy. I know life can really change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's one of those moments where you like you realize like, oh, okay. Well,
0: I feel like that story deserves a red vine. Thank you. I was not going to pick up the bag because I did cause that I didn't on want purpose. P- oh.
1: <laughs> 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 Cancer red vine guilt. <laughs>
0: well speaking of hospitals Mm -hmm. um the doctor in the hospital so the next scene is when blanche is in the hospital bed
1: he's the dad of the groom and father of the bride
0: he's also dr welty and my girl um plays Mm -hmm. a lot of doctors he was so expressionless to me and very like emotionless when he was describing the procedure I felt as if like the director had told him like stand very still when you deliver your lines try not to move anything but your mouth and try to make your voice just just try to keep it as level and even as you can don't let it go up and don't let it go down that's exactly that's that's to me that was the note he was taking because was, he was so like so then we do this and then we do this and then this thing is going to happen and then we do this and then we do this and it was just it was all very i was flat seeing to me. him
1: and i immediately thought of steve martin in a bathroom being chased by a dog
0: because of father, father of the bride, bride. yeah well, oh, that's right. The, the Dobermans, right? Mm-hmm. That sounds like that was the family's name. We went over to the Dobermans house.
1: <laughs> the Dobermans, they, they had, too had a much. really
0: good crudité platter. What's a crudité? It's a veggie platter. Ugh. It's like a douchey way of saying veggie platter.
1: Massachusetts
0: people. Um, no, not Massachusetts. I learned it, New York, in Soho. Very douchey of course, place. Of
1: course, of course, yes.
0: Um, so the doctor explains to Blanche that the surgery will leave a two inch scar, yes. kind of like beneath her uh, like her collarbone area. Her clavicles. I
1: have great clavicles. Do you? Really good clavicles.
0: That sounds like a a musical instrument. What do you play? I play the clavicle. Mm, Mm. I play
1: my clavicles. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Can you, if you hunch your shoulders up, can you like stick your fingers in your clavicle? I can stick all my fingers in. I can put all mine in. But but Blanche says that she can't have a a scar scar there because she says that all of her clothes are off the shoulder Ugh, sooner fucking, or later i can hate ah. my scar
1: i hate scars i have my scar in my abdomen and it's the worst because i'm not a naturally thin person mm-hmm. i'm prone to bread and <laughs> i <laughs> and so my scar kind of like it's almost like i got like stabbed in the belly and like all of my belly went in you know what i mean
0: yeah, and I it, think so.
1: Yeah, that's what my scar is like. Oh. Yeah, whatever. It's 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 part of what makes me beautiful.
0: Yes. Scars are beautiful.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what BuzzFeed wants you to know and feel.
0: Well, I think scars are beautiful. Thank you. Scars are... Thank you, they Buzz make Speed. us who we are. They're part of who we are. They're part of our experiences.
1: Mm-hmm. So is a journal. <laughs>
0: sure. So is a journal. <laughs> um... Blanche is super nervous. She wants to leave because she's so worried about the scar, which, you know, might not be a big deal to some people, but to Blanche... I mean, first of all, that means, A, she has a physical imperfection now. B... In
1: an area where she wears a lot of shoulderless
0: things. She does, but also... That's gonna. She's gonna. It, it, a scar is gonna draw attention. Yes, of people course. are gonna ask. Oh, what's that scar from? Yeah. She's gonna say, "I have. I had a pacemaker put in," yeah. which is gonna make her feel old. Yes. So I can completely understand where Blanche's stress is coming from. Of course. Um, and as she's uh, she gets put from the bed into a gurney, which according to this episode's IMDb page, they say it says uh, so. It says, after the two transportation people get Blanche to move over to the gurney, they move her out of the room and down the hall with the side rail on the side she transferred over, still down. This is something that's not done in a hospital setting. (laughs) The rails of the cart, gurney, or bed are supposed to be up unless a patient is being ambulated, and definitely when that patient is being transported. Falls are a huge problem in hospitals, and serious steps are always part of patient care. To this man or woman, thank you.
1: You know that person was. Thank work, you. Worked a late night nursing shift. I came applaud home, that person for turned,
0: pointing out
1: the logistical on, error. Came like an all nighter. Came home early in the morning. Golden Girls was on Hallmark. Saw this episode and was like, I left the hospital and now this shit. Yeah. And I mean,
0: but you know what? I went to
1: IMDb, created an account, yep. figured out how to leave a comment. Yep. Yeah.
0: But you know what?
1: God bless them. Hey,
0: I I respect you. Yeah. I appreciate you. You took the time mm. to let us know.
1: I tolerate you. That is a yeah. oh
0: boy. Thank you, sir, or ma'am. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, Blanche is getting well, wheeled into so the they, elevator. So we didn't
1: set this up before, but we did uh, not. so Rose, as a child, her mother would sing this lullaby and she starts singing the Yankee song, Over There from over World there. War One. Send the word, send the word over there. That very was good. great. Thank that you. That was really great. So then, as Blanche is being wheeled off, very much public in the hospital, all three ladies start singing over there over there Ooh, up an octave and well that's because they had to because they were in a hospital's bigger room and then a a what i would have, i am led to assume is a former veteran serviceman who came up to them and then saluted all I of them loved i
0: loved, that loved him moment. i loved him he reminded me of um principal strickland from back yeah, to the future I but like that. you know 20 years older yeah uh I love it. He's in a robe. He just walks right up and salutes. Mm-hmm. Um, that was... Uh, love a
1: veteran. Yep. I, mean, I love uniforms.
0: My dad's a veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, I met... I was at the Los Angeles Book Festival... Los Angeles Festival I of wanted Books go this so weekend. Bad. It was very hot out, but it was lovely.
1: Yeah, I don't leave when it's hot.
0: Um, and there was a... I saw a booth of... Um, It's a man who's a screenwriter, but he was also in the German army Mm. and he teaches uh, a writing, a screenwriting program, a free screenwriting program for vets. Oh. um, And he teaches screenwriting and like fiction writing. Oh. So they were all there in a booth and they had all like published books and they were there and I was chatting with a few of them. That's great. Because like my dad loves to like tell stories and he loves to he's like a big idea guy he'll always like pitch me ideas which i really like so i was hoping it was a you know you could like do free online you know writing classes but it was only a local thing but that's still um, great it was great that's Um, wonderful yeah Yeah. it was really wonderful it was nice chatting with those guys Hmm. um so then uh so we cut to uh
1: it's been like a week or so a few days later it's been
0: yeah blanche's back home she's She's out of the hospital um and Sophia has been taking care of her. And
1: Sophia like Rose commends her for the type of care she's been giving Blanche about how and and Sophia's like it's like I'm a real hospital nurse like an actual <laughs> hospital nurse. I stole the money from her dresser. Some
0: yeah. money and jewelry. Yes. Um and she says uh she says she'll be up and back on her back in no time. Yeah. <laughs> um
1: And then, and then Blanche just like storms in. Mm-hmm. Give me my money, old woman.
0: It's yeah.
1: Which is kind of a funny. So Sophia responds like, "I knew that would get you get you up or whatever." Mm-hmm. She said, "Like it's a cute. It actually is kind of a really cute way of like getting Blanche out of her bed."
0: Also, I think it was just an excuse. I think Sophia stole her money. Of course, and she just took her stuff. Um, of so Blanche, this is now where we get into sort of like. Blanche on zero hours of sleep. I'm gonna be a rider. Yeah. Little balls of sunshine, cuckoo Blanche. Yeah, cuckoo. She starts telling the women how she had a vision, an out-of-body experience. You sure,
1: that just wasn't the mirror on your ceiling.
0: Yeah. Oh, I loved that. It actually made like, me
1: think about here. I could put a mirror on my ceiling. I would like that. I would love for my entire ceiling to be a mirror. I wouldn't.
0: You it don't it think would so. make. I think it would make the room feel smaller.
1: Oh, I'm not concerned about that. I already, the room is small.
0: Why would, why do you want a mirror? Do you want a mirror for sex reasons? No, I mean,
1: sure. Maybe that. But I also think like the pictures would be really great. Like I could take some, I like think about the selfie, like a below selfie.
0: I guess.
1: That'd be great. Or like a forward selfie.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, yeah. You could also just do do that, that like with the features on your phone and also with like your bathroom mirror.
1: No, my bathroom mirror, it's it's too small. It's too high up. Can't do that. Oh, okay. Can't, get, can't oh. get my butt in that. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Blanche, yeah, she talks about how she had an out-of-body experience yes. where she was floating outside of herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and Blanche looks at this as a sign that she's sign. supposed to reevaluate her life.
1: She, she hasn't quite to get to this point yet, but she is leading herself to celibacy.
0: Which... I mean, I
1: don't believe in celibacy. I also don't believe in a lot of my friends. There's a new thing amongst gay dudes. I don't know if it's just my friends, but, you know, homosexuals listening or even potentially a straight man listening, please let me know. There's a thing of people holding off often on masturbating. Why are you doing this to yourselves, people? Let yourself ejaculate.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I was (laughs) not listening to what you were saying because I was thinking about... I always, whenever we watch an episode of the show and a character makes a decision, I like to say to myself, is this or is this not in character for this character? Yes. And so for Blanche, I have to wonder, would an, this sort of out-of-body experience, mm-hmm. I mean, would this really lead her to say, I'm not going to have sex anymore? Now, I can get behind if Blanche gets a pacemaker and she's worried about doing anything physical because she might die, which uh-huh. it feels like she kind of explains that a little bit later, but the, yeah. as right, as of right now, the sort of impetus to her becoming celibate is that she had this out of body experience. Yeah, and it she's doesn't supposed to really work. Re-evaluate her life. I just feel like Blanche is such a sexual being yeah. that for her to give it up, I mean, Mm -hmm. something huge has got to happen.
1: They should have started with the whole I could die. I mean, I feel like that could have really driven it.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, does that then feel like, you know, too much like Rose being afraid to have sex because she doesn't want to kill the other person?
1: I mean, it's similar, but not really because it's so personalized. Like, Rose is the killer. Blanche could be killed. Duh.
0: Yes, she could be killed. Duh. Yes. So to me, that feels cleaner. Like if yeah. Blanche thinks that sex will literally kill her,
1: yeah, and if it's coming
0: from a doctor who says, like, you know, you should. I mean, I think the 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 truth of getting a pacemaker is that people with pacemakers can actually continue to have sex. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess so. You would just find a different way in, in terms Can't of like have what's sex the on a treadmill Though.
1: <laughs> That's the heart.
0: You probably would never want to that seems very incredibly dangerous. Yeah that's period. I think Um,
1: that sounds it. Yeah.
0: But anyway, this is where Blanche is at. Yeah. Um, No, I
1: do think the end of this episode, like from this point on, I feel like it, it does struggle a little bit to get its footing back. I feel like, you know, I would have liked to have had Blanche wheeled off, come back from the surgery. And then to have had this and like that should have been the end of the show. Like they could have done a lot of more build up of Blanche's sort of the concern that Blanche had about the surgery I think should have came before the surgery and like sex and all of that. Like I think it really could have worked. And yeah. then and then like the surgery is a dramatic moment and a funny moment. And that would have been a fun sort of like you know, end of,
0: and that's when the doctor tells her, Oh no, you can start having sex again yeah. in like a couple of days. And she'd be like, Oh, okay. Well then great. Okay. That was all for nothing. <laughs>
1: Just get my legs. Yeah. Shaved. I can yeah. sort of see
0: that the way that, you know, Dorothy was so scared of getting the foot surgery yeah. and she snuck out of the hospital. And,
1: and that was all within like that all came in the second act. Like, you know, that was that it didn't get drawn out too much. It was like, it built up to it.
0: Yeah. 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 No, yeah. oh, interesting. Yeah. Um,
1: Anyway, so Blanche goes out on this date
0: with Simon, who was played by. um, He's very handsome, but I don't like him. You don't like him? I don't like him. His name is Robert Culp. He looks a little bit like like when he was a little bit younger. He looks kind of like. um, Oh my gosh, Robert Redford.
1: Carrie totally Um, told said during the episode, he's still alive.
0: He is, and the guy that played (laughs) the doctor is also still alive.
1: Like, Like as if like. I I mean, you said it as if, like, everyone's dead on this show.
0: Well, you know, a lot of people are. I mean, a lot of people are, I'm happy. I mean, he was born in 1930. Oh, he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, the doctor's still alive. This actor passed away in 2010 at the age of 79 in Los Angeles. R.I.P. guy. R.I.P. R.I.P., Robert Culp. Oh, Uh, man. (laughs) I fucked that up. Um... (laughs) (laughs) well you
1: know what even in death he gets a laugh
0: um he was on 11 episodes of everybody loves raymond um he
1: was yes you're right anyway yes he played he played deborah's father
0: oh yeah very good um so blanche is out with simon Uh um and the women are talking about
1: to get some sex
0: well but Blanche hasn't been having sex with, no. which Dorothy knows because the pictures on her wall have are been straight. straight,
1: which is funny. Even my pictures aren't straight and I'm not having sex.
0: Yeah. That yeah. would bug the fuck out of me. Excuse me. That would bug me if I were Dorothy. Oh, like
1: I curse endlessly. And you're like, Oh, sorry.
0: Well, I just dropped two efforts like back to back. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. B to yeah,
1: B. My, if you see here, my, I don't know. My, somebody my, my might be listening while straight. they're
0: changing their baby. Mm. Um,
1: yeah, the baby is not understand. I
0: apologize. Uh, um, Um, But,
1: uh... So Blanche comes home. That
0: would really bug me if my roommate was having sex so much that I always had to keep... Because I look at a picture that's not straight and it really... Bothers me. And don't it, look at that it, wall. It gets under my ah. I literally. I just want to straighten everything. Um, not people, just me. frames. It doesn't
1: bother me. It, it's sort of like in a weird way. It's like life is chaotic, and so are my frames.
0: No, screw that. I want symmetry. Mm. Symmetry in my I don't life. Need symmetry. I want symmetry. You
1: need to live a little queerly.
0: So there's <laughs> also. I don't want to get into the story, but there's also a moment where Sophia basically says that. Um, oh, yeah. She went to work one day, and Sal jerked off all day.
1: Which I mean, <laughs> I work from home. Home.
0: <laughs> so you do a I mean, lot of
1: it's like it's like it's it's the thing it's a thing if you leave if you leave a but i, I don't know about no, women but you're if you someone leave a man, who will literally
0: you said you'll jerk off anywhere like you've jerked I will. off in bathrooms everywhere
1: i will <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> so but, being
0: home working from home shouldn't matter yeah, if, if you were the type of if person the, who if will the masturbate arises
1: um <clears throat> then i say let it go people stop not letting yourself ejaculate. Ejaculate. Just make sure you're doing it into an appropriate thing. <laughs> oh, hi, Kitty.
0: Oh, Fraser. <laughs> Frazier's like, hey, we talking about beating there's up There's a over fly here? in the room
1: up. and was like, I'm going to get it.
0: Um, so there's something that was a little strange to me. Blanche and Simon... Walk inside the house from outside.
1: She's wearing a beautiful floral dress. And then
0: she walks him back outside to say goodnight at the door. Well, he was going to come in and say, hey... Well, I don't know. I thought it was weird. She walks him in and then she's like, okay, Simon, I'll walk you out. And then she walks him out. And I was like, why didn't you just say goodnight good night at the door? Very interesting that Blanche, and- this is maybe the first time we've seen Blanche on a date where she's wearing what I consider to be a sort of a conservative dress. Well, that
1: was her whole thing. She was wearing baggy mm-hmm. stuff. She wasn't trying to be sexually sort of stimulating I to mean, him. she
0: looked amazing. Yeah. Beautiful floral dress. Yeah. I um, loved it. I loved it.
1: I think it reminded me a lot of her sister's floral dress in the um Di and Blanche episode.
0: Oh, wow. Are you positive she wore a floral dress?
1: I don't know if it's a floral dress, but it was, Just it was reminded a flowy you of, sort of hmm. similar type dress. I mean, I stand confident in my memory that that is what it was.
0: Oh, Fraser is <laughs> jumping he sees a bug. all around. He sees a
1: bug and he's like, I'm going to get it.
0: It's very funny to me. Um, Simon is... I... <laughs> I'm having a hard time with Simon. Why?
1: So is (laughs) Blanche.
0: He's as likable to me as he is unlikable. He's a little unlikable to me in this scene because, like, he's a little pushy. What do you mean? He wants to have some sex, but he's being very respectful. He's being respectful, but he's being a little like,
1: he's being like, come on, Blanche. Like, I don't know. What are you talking about?
0: (sighs) I was a little. When Stan
1: and you haven't had a sexual relation in a while, he's probably a little like, hey, baby. This is different. Because he, this Is man it?
0: knows that Blanche just had pacemaker surgery, and I, fe- I just feel like no, he was a little pushy no, to me.
1: No, he was not pushy. I think you're putting that on him. I think he was he was very honest about what his intentions were and what he wanted out of this, mm-hmm. and she was very honest about her intentions and what she wanted out of it. I just thought, and he accepted that and said, "Great, I'll go push the car." And then you very funnily said, "With, With his your dick. dick,
0: yes." Well, because he has all this pent up energy now because he's not going to be having sex. Whenever I totally imagined him pushing the car home with his dick.
1: Whenever I'm horny and I don't have an ability to have a a moment, um, I I don't do not think about doing anything physical. I literally am just like, (laughs) I'm going to eat something.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But um, after he leaves, this is where Blanche announces Blanche Devereaux is giving up sex.
1: Giving up sex.
0: Which, according to Sophia, what does that do to the morale of our boys overseas?
1: (laughs) A lot
0: of of military references in this episode. Yeah, totally. Um, So, uh... Rose, Rose also, another thing that she tested was the flab stimulator.
1: She's trying to lose weight. Which
0: this one, I can actually get behind. It's like, the, I mean, I can get it behind it more than I can the vacuum It stimulates the areas of
1: your muscles to get, your, to get the fat breakdown going. That actually makes that sense. That I can
0: get behind a little yeah. bit more than, than vacuum slacks. Mm-hmm. Vacuum slacks sounds like the name of like, I don't know, a pop punk band. Yeah. Maybe in the 90s. I'm... Hey everybody, we're Vacuum Slacks, <laughs> and this first song is called
1: "Thank You, We're Vacuum Slacks." Yeah, I uh, I leave for Israel on May thirtieth. Oh,
0: we get it. You're worldly and you travel. I know,
1: and uh, uh, but I'm not. I can't afford it. Um, anyway, I need to lose weight before I go, which is why I bring that up. Uh, and well, then because you
0: shouldn't be eating all these red vines. Well, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm giving for myself. Them over. Oh no, please,
1: I can't say no, but. I'm 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 relating to Rose's storyline here because like, you know, we're we're going cuz we're shooting the movie, the Latter-day Jew movie, and I need to look good on screen and also for the Israeli Tel Aviv Pride, Gay mm-hmm. Pride that's happening that we'll be at. And uh Uh, And I feel like I should try some of these things that that Rose is suggesting.
0: Well, now, Rose herself isn't trying to lose weight. She's trying to find out if these things will help others lose weight. However... But she's
1: trying to lose weight in the process. Because if she loses weight, then that means the products work.
0: Right. But she actually, though, says that she secretly... She gains four pounds. And Mm -hmm. she actually says that she was sort of secretly hoping that that would happen because she thinks these products are crap. Which... I mean, maybe you can try what she describes as the St. Olafian diet. Rice. I can't believe this is cheese. Yeah. Uh, which is you eat nothing but rice.
1: Can I we did talk just about make a lot that, of rice today. Can we
0: talk about how that doesn't make any sense?
1: What? Just living off rice? It's
0: called I can't believe this is cheese. Yeah. In what that.
1: She's, she's tricking herself to think it's cheese and it's rice. No, 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 no,
0: no, no, no. I can't believe it's not butter. Is something that's not butter that tastes like butter? Yeah. So when you're saying, I can't believe this is not cheese, you're saying that they make rice that tastes like cheese? Yes, it's
1: white. And, and you know, it's, it, it's whatever. I would never
0: just eat plain rice and be like, is this
1: cheese? No, she's not saying that. It's tricking the mind.
0: <sighs>
1: it's sort of saying like, mm, it's just like cheese. I'm on a diet. No, nah, It's not like cheese. Like, that's what it is. It's like when you tell yourself, mmm, kale is so good, but we all know that kale's kind of bullshit. But then,
0: if it, if it's just about tricking the mind, and that's all it's about, why are you eating nothing but rice? When... Especially if she she didn't even distinguish if it's brown rice or white rice. If you're just eating rice... in the rice, '80s, they
1: didn't have brown that's rice. That's not
0: <laughs> great. Why don't they say you eat nothing but kale? You eat nothing but lemons. Carrie, you eat nothing I'm gonna, but. I'm
1: have, I need to have a bell here for when your CSI gets parsnips. too much.
0: Ding. You need to stop calling it my CSI.
1: Everyone that's what literally everyone knows it now.
0: Well, but that's you
1: It's because I've done it. i branded cr- it that way.
0: That is like a crime scene. CSI and your
1: CSI. I'm not. Please move on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I don't like it when we record at night. <laughs> um, so Blanche. Comes out into the kitchen and gifts the women shit that she made from popsicle sticks, yeah. a popsicle stick box, potpourri boxes, earrings.
1: That's what you do when you're horny. Because
0: all she's been doing is making popsicles for two weeks and eating the popsicles. I could
1: not watch her eat the popsicle. I can't stand anything cold in my mouth.
0: I couldn't <laughs> think of a good joke. Cold dicks. Nope. Um, and again, this sort of this scene with Blanche reminds me of Cuckoo Bananas, Little Balls of Sunshine Blanche. Cause she goes, she's like, I don't care about anything anymore. Life has no meaning. Yeah. And she's sort of like, I just, I, I'm with you. Mm, it doesn't, it doesn't
1: fit. This whole ending to this feels very, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like, it just feels dragged out.
0: Like, Blanche isn't having sex, so it's basic. It basically, what we're what we're saying is that Blanche isn't having sex, so she's sort of taken up this hobby of making things out of popsicle sticks. Yes, I don't know. I feel like it's
1: just literally it's just wasting time for this. The last joke in the show, which is like an amazing last moment of the show,
0: right? But I don't know. It it just, like making things out of popsicle sticks feels much more like a Rose thing to me. Like when Rose, you know, builds like the birdhouse yeah. and. You know, I don't know for some reason her making things out of popsicle sticks just didn't jive with me
1: i feel you as
0: much and she's eating the popsicles and that's Mm. all she's eating which like it sounds like blanche is coming undone which maybe because she's not having sex she is yeah but i feel i feel like instead of blanche sitting home and eating popsicles and crafting with popsicles i want to see her go in the opposite direction and do like something something incredibly physical it's like she's not having sex which is how she gets her exercise and how she gets out all of her energy so i I feel like she would be the doing whole, like she would take up you know uh I don't know like cross country skiing but they're in she Miami. Do that. I don't know.
1: All, all of the things that they're doing. Like all rollerblading. Of these, all of these moments everything leads up for me at least I was just waiting for somebody to say the one line that the dude says the boyfriend says in the next scene when she says something about how she admits that she has a fear of of exerting herself mm-hmm. during sex. And that's part of why she's not having sex.
0: And yeah, no, you're she, right. That's why she wouldn't be doing anything and, physical.
1: And that's, all that's right, what all of it is. It back. And, and then he says, he, she says something about, you know, knowing people who have a pacemaker and he's like, yeah, everyone I know over 50, And 40, like, because literally that's it. Like, Someone, and I'm surprised that Dorothy or nobody said it, someone just needed to fucking say, everyone has a pacemaker. It's normal.
0: It's also interesting um, in that scene, which before we jump into it, there's just one more line from the previous scene that I thought was amazing, where Blanche is talking about her pacemaker. She's not sure how it works. She's just like, I just know you're not supposed to plug too many things (laughs) into an electrical outlet. And Rose says... Maybe you just shouldn't make love while you're wet.
1: Which, I mean. To hear, I was like, Betty. I mean, that's smart. It's a good, it's good.
0: Because Rose did not mean it as a joke. Rose very much made like, well, you know, definitely don't make love when you go into a pool. Well, that's the essence of Rose. That literally is the
1: essence of Rose. That joke joke is so perfect for Rose.
0: I loved it. Um, So, yeah. So that night, uh, Blanche comes home with Simon. Nobody's home. Her hair is huge.
1: She's wearing a baggy ass shirt. too. She's wearing. She's trying to conceal herself. Yes. A
0: red long shirt. Everything's covered up to the neck. And they have this really
1: sweet conversation between the two of them of, you know, you know, that it's normal for 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 her to be feeling these things and for people to have a pacemaker and to have fully realized sexual lives on, you know, while having a pacemaker. Mm-hmm. And Blanche slowly becomes open to it then. She,
0: right. Um, initially she tells him she's never gonna have sex again. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, uh, you know, can I get you know at, you know, can I get a kiss good night? That yeah. sort of thing. And
1: I'll never see you again.
0: This moment the The physical, the sort of two little physical gags in this moment, I loved. Mm -hmm. She puts her, he kisses her, you know, brings her in for a kiss. Yeah. And she puts her arms around his neck. And then with two fingers on one hand, she's checking her pulse on her wrist with the other, uh, on the other arm. And after a beat, she kicks the door shut with her leg, which I loved. I thought that was really, really, a really clever way to do that. Um,
1: I love when, uh, so the ladies come home and...
0: Uh, well, before that happens, okay. um, her and Simon, she brings him back into her bedroom. Yeah. And they close the door. Yeah. Yes. And then the women come and home.
1: And then the women come home and, and they see Simon's car in the driveway and they go to Blanche's room to see if everything is okay. Because they're concerned. Maybe yeah. something happened
0: with her pacemaker and she called Simon. Exactly.
1: And... As they get back there and they're about to sort of knock on the door, um, we hear...
0: Over there. Over there. there. No, I said over there. So great. And then the girls
1: just tiptoe away. Mm
0: -hmm. Blanche is back to normal. Which, yeah, I think it's funny. Like, yeah, Blanche is... It's a great ending. It's a great ending. And it's such...
1: They had so many callbacks to that song and that song was so perfect that... It. I loved it. I loved it. They ended on that song.
0: It was great because every time it was sung, it always felt <laughs> out of place. Yep. Like they're singing it in a hospital and it's like, ooh, that doesn't feel right. No. You hear it coming from Blanche's bedroom. You're just like, mm uh-uh. No. Um, something that I thought was interesting is that in this episode, it's um a man, Simon, yep. who who that's how Stella gets her groove back, is, oh, from, is from a man.
1: I love that. But
0: if you remember in the Minx episode, the breeding Minx, where Blanche, yeah. you know, is going through menopause and yes. doesn't think she's sexy anymore, the it's the girls the who sort of help her yeah. get her groove back in that episode. And, and the to me girls it's always weren't
1: very—they weren't very helpful in this episode, really. If they you think weren't. About
0: it. It's always—I mean, the singing was great. To me, it's like it always feels more meaningful. When that when it's coming from the women, when yeah. the women are the ones that for help Dorothy each other, to have some
1: common sense in this. Yeah. And be like, a lot of people have pacemakers. You're fine. Like- I was
0: hoping. I was hoping. What I would have loved to have seen was instead of blanche learning all this from the dude yeah i would love to have seen this advice come from the other women yeah and then blanche goes out on her date she's still a little unsure about it Mm -hmm. but she's like oh what the hell i'll give him a kiss and then she gives him a kiss and then she does the thing where she checks it and she's whatever and then and then goes back home to the girls and they're like yeah if you had sex come back out of the room like they did with rose that one time um, You know, and then she's like, oh, thank you, girls. If it wasn't for you, See, blah, now if, blah, blah. If Blanche
1: was doing that and they did the whole room thing, I feel like Blanche would be like, I don't even need to leave. I own the room.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that would have been a major callback if yeah. they did that. But yeah, I don't know. And also because we've Simon was only in one other scene. Him as a character, he doesn't hold as much weight to us, obviously, as the other women. He's very
1: attractive, though. He's a very attractive. He
0: was very handsome. Very handsome. But again, I sort of... It was like 50-50 for me in terms of likable and unlikable.
1: Yeah, the last few scenes, I was like, meh. Oh, Um, you flipped. What?
0: Well, you liked him at the beginning, but then... No,
1: I don't... I still like him. I'm talking about the scenes. I don't like the end of this episode. I only like the last moment. The rest of it was all just dragged out. But I do like him. I think he was perfect and fine for the part. My golden takeaway from this episode is I've had sex wet and I remember a particular moment in the shower once and you know it seems hot in theory but then when you're actually doing it like water at a fast pace hitting your body tends to splash and when you're like having sex and water splashing in your face it's very hard to focus
0: you could wear goggles
1: that's not sexy
0: I don't know. I bought I bought these goggles to... What um, are you
1: and Stan doing?
0: <laughs> I bought goggles to cut onions. Um, oh, my
1: God. I want to see you cut onions. That is ridiculous. I, there's a picture.
0: If you go on my Instagram, I posted a picture of me wearing my onion goggles. Oh, I God. love to cook, but it's when my eyes water from the onions, it slows me down. I have to walk. I have to leave the kitchen. So I like... I don't I don't ever want to I made a
1: delicious little curry dish today that included onions and I was crying and you know what it was at a moment. It was an emotional moment for me and I was happy with it.
0: I never want to do disservice to one of my dishes that I make because I love to cook by not putting the proper amount of onions in them yeah. because I have to stop chopping them because my eyes water. But I just go onions, fuck it.
1: But onions have a certain special quality to them insofar as they are usually a starter vegetable. They are the vegetable that you add to the dish at the very beginning with the garlic and the oil, oftentimes. And so you can get the crying out of the way before you have to go into all the other things.
0: No, because a lot of the dishes that I cook, if I don't chop up everything else, then... I have to then I'll be chopping while the onions in there and the onion might get burnt and I never I mean I just
1: You're I need so the goggles. What you're saying is you fear change.
0: No, I just really need the goggles. <laughs> What's I, your
1: golden takeaway?
0: Um my golden takeaway I want to empower
1: all oh, the children of the world.
0: I want to empower anyone who season error in an episode of the golden girls like that man or woman on imdb who pointed out how the rail on a gurney is supposed to be up or supposed to be down i want to empower you people to come forward and point these things out in any episode if your profession tells you hey this is how something's meant to be done and the people don't properly research it and accurately reflect it on your television show that you're watching i think you should speak out because you know what Everybody, it doesn't hurt to learn.
1: CSI carry.
0: It doesn't hurt to learn.
1: Okay. I that's <laughs> I will I will support you in this if I get three more red vines.
0: Guys, <laughs> if you are keeping up with the podcast, the next episode that we will be watching is an illegitimate concern.
1: Mm so many yes so many and i guys, have a lot of thanks so much right for now. listening this is out on the lanai if you like the podcast and you want to find more gg goodness you can go to out on dot com you can also follow us on the fierce page at facebook.com slash golden girls podcast or you can go to twitter at twitter.com slash golden girls pod and i meet age scott on everything
0: Wow, you did it all. Good job, Thank buddy. You. Uh, Thank I you. I am <laughs> Squid, Eat Squid on Twitter, and I am Squidzy on Instagram. Still not using Snapchat. Mm,
1: don't get it. No one else is either. Everyone moved to Instagram stories. Welcome to 2017, Carrie. Mm-hmm.
0: And for those who have been asking, <laughs> a few people have been asking if our uh, live show Coming. is going to be released soon, and I believe uh, like two, two weeks episodes. from Tuesday it yeah. will be released and finally out there. Also, last Alaska thing. Alaska will be live. Alaska will be live. It was a great, great, so much fun. Such a wonderful night. Great live show. Also, thank you to everyone who pointed out, it's been a few weeks since you and I have seen each other. Thank you to everyone who pointed out uh, that a few episodes ago when Sophia was talking to Sal, um, the Clinton, I believe it was the Clinton (laughs) Avenue Memoirs episode, um, we accidentally said that Gladys was sleeping with Charmaine and we, you and I went off on a whole thing about gladys being a lesbian but really he said charlemagne yeah and a lot of people pointed that out and i want to thank you guys because you guys know how i feel about stuff like this so i want to thank you for pointing <laughs> I out love our flaws. the idea
1: of a lesbian trust
0: i do too but know that it kept me up at night the Did- fact that we got that wrong because i pride myself guys i try I to lost pride myself
1: zero minutes of sleep
0: i lost so much sleep <laughs> Every single person that pointed it out, I responded. I apologized. Uh, <laughs> How dare we call ourselves fans and experts?
1: Uh, well you get kicked out of a golden girls podcast and then you become an expert and the most kick-ass. That's what that's what you do. You get kicked out of things.
0: You said you got kicked out of the golden girls podcast. At a
1: cafe. And yeah. maybe the podcast. Soon. This is Who knows? yeah. I
0: may I may ask you to leave your own home right now.
1: <laughs> Gladly. Gladys. I work here all the day. I've masturbated in every corner. I need to find a new place. Oh,
0: God. I'm going to wash <laughs> my hands so hard when I get out of here. Okay. I'm going to go wash my hands. Um, You guys should stay, stay golden. golden. I'm going to wash my hands. I should, too. I, should. I was in Miami.